You can't approach the God of creation who created your DNA and even things more mind-boggling through intellect. It can't be done. You cannot approach God with beauty, muscle, or wealth, for all those things have been made by his hand. It can't be done. Hebrews 11.6 explains how one can approach God and even please him. But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. At God said, man said, we begin with the correct premise that God is true, and the word found in the majority text is in errant truth, and there is a very real reason for such unconditional faith. Our salvation didn't come from the natural things mentioned above. While we were far from God, the Spirit of God wooed and revealed to us our hopeless condition, offering us life in Christ Jesus, full of promise, full of hope. All who are redeemed believe the message of Christ Jesus, have repented of their sins, and followed the Lord according to the Scriptures. The proof of our new birth is not by some natural means. The born again are supernaturally begotten of the God of truth. Consequently, our proof is superior to all carnal understanding. This childlike faith, which is pivotal to all acceptance and to all interaction with the Creator, certifies our salvation by being mixed with the Word of God. Romans chapter 8, 14 through 17. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit, that we are the children of God, and have children then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ, if so be that we suffer with him, that we may be also glorified together. Are you born again? Are you ready to engage your childlike faith? Will today be your day of salvation? It's your choice. Make by far the most important decision of all eternity. Do it now. Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said, 1 Timothy 3.16, And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, received up into glory. God said, 1 John chapter 3, verses 1 and 2, Behold what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore the world knoweth us not, because it knew him not. Beloved, now we are the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be. But we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. God said, John chapter 17, verse 11, and also 20 through 23. And now I am no more in the world, but these are in the world. And I come to thee, Holy Father, keep through thine own name those whom thou hast given me, that they may be one as we are. Neither pray I for these alone, but for them also which shall believe on me through their word, that they all may be one, as thou, Father, art in me, and I in thee, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that thou hast sent me. And the glory which thou gavest me, I have given them, that they may be one, even as we are one, I in them, and thou in me, that they may be made perfect in one, and that the world may know that thou hast sent me, and hast loved them, as thou hast loved me. 
Man said the Bible is not to be taken literally, even if taken at all. Now the record. Welcome to God Said, Man Said. We are honored by your presence. May the face of God shine upon you and your family with light and truth. This is feature article 485 that proves that God is and that His Word is truth. These features are archived in text and streaming audio. Every Thursday Eve, God willing, they grow by one. This is the second article of a two-part feature. If you have not read or listened to the first part of the feature, you must stop now and click on to The Miracle Greater Than the Creation of the Universe. Take a few minutes and allow this information to sink down into your ears. Men want to see a miracle when a greater miracle than the creation of the universe is happening all over the globe. But as in all holy situations, the spiritually blind cannot see. Skeptics often claim that the Bible is a book of metaphors and should not be taken literally. This feature will once again establish just how phenomenally literal the Word of God is. The Scriptures are literal physical or literal spiritual, and many times both. The switch to flip is readily apparent. God Said, Man Said feature article 482, The Greatest Mystery of All Time, reveals a staggering truth, 1 Timothy 3.16, and without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. The mystery of godliness, or simply the mystery of godlikeness, is revealed unto the blood-bought, and that mystery is the supernatural born-again experience, God's plan of salvation for the souls of men. This mystery of godlikeness, kept secret since the foundation of the world, is the beginning of a holy metamorphosis, literally with one evolving into Christ's likeness. Christ is the very fullness of the Godhead bodily. The Word of God states in Colossians 1.29, Whereunto I also labor, striving according to his working, which worketh in me mightily. This mystery is, in fact, a miracle greater than the creation of the universe itself. Don't leave now. The power of light and truth is on the way. In the believer, the metamorphosis has begun, and the journey will end at a nearly unfathomable conclusion. In part one of this series, we read of certain attributes of the devil and of God and his Christ. Several verses will follow, then an incredible conclusion. Lucifer, a name for Satan, means light, or son of the morning. Isaiah 14.22, How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground, which didst weaken the nations? Luke chapter 10.17 and 18, And the seventy returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. And he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Revelation chapter 12, 3 through 9, And there appeared another wonder in heaven, and behold, a great red dragon having seven heads and ten horns, and seven crowns upon his heads. And his till, tail excuse me, drew the third part of the stars of heaven, and did cast them down to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman, which was ready to be delivered for to devour a child as soon as it was born. And she brought forth a man-child who was to rule all nations with a rod of iron. And her child was caught up again unto God and to his throne. And the woman fled into the wilderness, where she hath a place prepared of God, that they should feed her there a thousand two hundred 
and threescore days. And there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon fought and his angels, and prevailed not. Neither was their place found any more in heaven. And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world. He was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. From this verse, it is commonly understood that the fallen angels who followed Satan are included in the reference to the stars in the above message. Now, let's consider some of the marvelous attributes of God. God is light. 1 John 1, 5, This then is the message which we have heard of him, and declare unto you that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. God is the Father of lights. James chapter 1, verse 17, Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, and cometh down from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Note that God is the Father of lights, and the born again are his sons and daughters. Jesus Christ is the bright and morning star. Revelation chapter 22, verse 16 I, Jesus, have sent mine angel to testify unto you these things in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David, and the bright and morning star. Revelation 1.16 And he had in his right hand seven stars, and out of his mouth went a sharp two-edged sword, and his countenance was as the sun shineth in his strength. Isaiah 24.23 Then the moon shall be confounded, and the sun ashamed, when the Lord of hosts shall reign in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem and before his ancients gloriously. Jesus speaks of his glory before the creation of the earth. Webster's 1828 American Dictionary of the English Language defines glory as brightness, luster, splendor, etc. John 17, 5. And now, O Father, glorify thou me with thine own self, with the glory which I had with thee before the world was. When Jesus returns to this earth at the great battle of Armageddon, he will destroy the enemy with the brightness of his coming. Remember, he outshines the sun. Second Thessalonians 2, 8. And then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. The power and the brightness of his glory will be so intense that when he walks upon the mountains, rocks will become molten. Micah chapter 1, verses 2 through 4. Hear all ye people. Hearken, O earth, and all that therein is, and let the Lord God be witness against you, the Lord, from his holy temple. For behold, the Lord cometh forth out of his place, and will come down, and tread upon the high places of the earth, and the mountains shall be molten under him, and the valleys shall be cleft as wax before the fire, and as the waters that are poured down a steep place." Zechariah 14.12 speaks of the result and effect at the battle of Armageddon upon those who fight against Christ. And this shall be the plague wherewith the Lord will smite all the people that have fought against Jerusalem. Their flesh shall consume away while they stand upon their feet, and their eyes shall consume away in their holes, and their tongues shall consume away in their mouth. The wicked shall literally be reduced to ashes. Malachi 4.3 And ye shall tread down the wicked, for they shall be ashes under the soles of your feet in the day that I shall do this, saith the Lord of hosts. 
In eternity, in the new heaven and new earth, we will receive new glorified bodies, and we will be like Christ. Consider the following passages. 1 John 3, 1 and 2. Behold, what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore the world knoweth us not, because it knew him not. Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when he shall appear... We shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. Also note that the believers are known as the body of Christ. Daniel 12:3. And they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament, and they that turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. Matthew 13:41 through 43. The Son of Man shall send forth his angels, and they shall gather out of his kingdom all things that offend, and them which do iniquity, and shall cast them into a furnace of fire. There shall be wailing and gnashing of teeth. Then shall the righteous shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of their father, who hath ears to hear. Let him hear. Then shall the righteous shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of their father. Jesus Christ is the bright and morning star. Note, the earth's sun is a star. The earthly sun is ashamed in his presence. When this metamorphosis ends, we will be like Christ, and we shall shine forth as the sun, most literally. In part one of this series, we also read the following verses. God is from everlasting to everlasting. He was someplace other than the universe when he created it just over 6,000 years ago. Exodus 20, verse 11, For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea and all that in them is, and rested the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. The earth is God's footstool. Isaiah 66, 1, Thus saith the Lord, The heaven is my throne, and the earth is my footstool. Where is the house that ye build unto me? And where is the place of my rest? God is going to fold up the universe like a hanky and put it in his hip pocket. Hebrews chapter 1, verses 10 through 12. And thou, Lord, in the beginning hast laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the works of thine hands. They shall perish, but thou remainest. And they all shall wax old as doth a garment. And as a vesture shalt thou fold them up, and they shall be changed. But thou art the same, and thy years shall not fail. God said, John 17, verse 11, verses 20 through 23. And now I am no more in the world, but these are in the world, and I come to thee. Holy Father, keep through thine own name those whom thou hast given me, that they may be one as we are. Neither pray for I these alone, but for them also which shall believe on me through their words, that they all may be one. As thou, Father, art in me, and I in thee, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that thou hast sent me. And the glory which thou gavest me I have given them, that they may be one, even as we are one. I in them, and thou in me, that they may be made perfect in one, that the world may know that thou hast sent me, and hast loved them as thou hast loved me. God, who is from everlasting to everlasting, was some place other than the universe when he created it in six literal 24-hour days just over 6,000 years ago. At the end of this metamorphosis, we will not only shine forth as the sun, 
but we will be one with the Father through Jesus Christ, His only begotten Son. We will be joint heirs with Christ. Romans eight sixteen and 17. But the Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ. If so, be that we suffer with Him, that we may be also glorified together. We will be one with the Creator of the universe. Consider the following verses, 2 Peter chapter 3, 10 through 14. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also, in the works that are therein, shall be burned up. Seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of persons ought ye to be in an all-holy conversation and godliness? looking for and hasting unto the coming of the day of the Lord, wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for new heavens and a new earth, wherein dwelleth righteousness. Wherefore, beloved, seeing that ye look for such things, be diligent that ye may be found of him in peace without spot and blameless. At the end of this journey... The greatest miracle, one greater than the creation of the universe itself, will be complete. We will be one with the Father and the Son. He worketh mightily in me. God said, 1 Timothy 3.16, And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh, justified in the Spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, received up into glory. God said, 1 John 3, 1 and 2, Behold what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore the world knoweth us not, because it knew him not. Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be. But we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. God said, John 17, verse 11, 20 through 23, and now I am no more in the world, but these are in the world. And I come to thee, Holy Father, keep through thine own name those whom thou hast given me, that they may be one as we are. Neither pray I for these alone, but for them also which shall believe on me through their word, that they all may be one as thou, Father, art in me, and I in thee, that they, may, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that thou hast sent me. And the glory which thou gavest me, I have given them, that they may be one, even as we are one, I in them, and thou in me, that they may be made perfect in one, that the world may know that thou hast sent me, and hast loved them, as thou hast loved me. Man said, the Bible is not to be taken literally, even if taken at all. Now you have the record.